Computer, initialize Holosuite. Vedex Assemble. Vedic Conson. Vedic Lasagna. <laughs> no. Vedic Linguini. <laughs> oh, no, I'm Vedic Smart. <laughs> and we are the Vedic Assembly, or I guess your local supermarket pasta aisle now. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help it. Lasagna's been on the brain. What oh, can I say? That's okay. <laughs> if I knew the exact name for it, I would have gone with whatever the like the crinkly pasta is that actually kind of looks like a Bajoran nose. Yes, I know what you mean, and I don't know the name of it either. <laughs> I just know it as pasta seashells. Yeah, that's all I know it as is shell pasta. The shell pasta. That's what it looks like. Mm. Shells. Well, now I'm just going to imagine Bajorans with pasta on their nose. Oh, now you've ruined it for everyone, Nick. Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So, yes, this is your Deep Space Nine podcast on Holosuite Media. We today are doing something that we've done before, but last time it was only me and Nick because Brandy had Mm -hmm. tech issues. But this time Mm. we're joined by all of us to do a commentary. Yeah. <laughs> Brandy's doing a little dance. Um, let's, I am. Let's let's be those annoying people who talk over the episode while you're watching it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Now we let our glorious Kai Siri decide which episode. <laughs> <laughs> and if she once Why again. Have we not thought of that before? I I don't know. Kai Siri. <laughs> That's <laughs> perfect. It works. It, it really does. And once again, she went to season six. And I was like, oh, no, please don't choose mm. Time's Orphan again. But no, we've, <laughs> we've gone for another episode that I'm sort of like, eh, a little bit over, which is Change of Heart, a Dax and Worf episode. I nice. like this one. If it's the one I'm thinking of, I think it. I think I, I like the things that it sets in motion, even in like... Mm non-canon stuff down the line it's a good it's a good one for Worf yeah as well and battling with his whole honor and duty blah 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 and love also I need to quickly say in a completely off tangent thing is I've pretty much binged watched all of Bridgerton in like the last 24 hours and now I keep calling Jordan your grace (laughs) (laughs) I that's that's on our list, but we're busy working through Cobra Kai right now. Ah, uh-huh, yeah, nice. yeah, which is fucking amazing. Is it? Frankly, we ju- we <laughs> just is. finished watching um, uh, the Owl House uh, on mm. Disney Plus oh. last night. It was really fun. It's a really cute. It's made by some of the same people as um, Gravity Falls, mm. okay. and it's a cute little like fantasy, almost horror comedy cartoon. I like it. Talking of Disney Plus, I finally smashed through season two of Mandalorian. I'm so proud of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. I'm just like the end was like, whoa, okay. Not that we're going to spoil it because it's probably a little bit too close. We can we can talk about it while we're not recording. Yeah, because 
Yeah, uh, I had, I had, um, I had an, I had a reaction, oh and, and Dave, had an Dave had a reaction. <laughs> my nipples were so hard, you guys. <laughs> I was Jeez. poking them right out of my bra. Just <laughs> oh no! Now, now that has just made me think of like the worst TV ad ever. Mm-hmm. That I don't know if you got in the US, but we definitely had it here. It was an ad for like, fuck, Mentos or some kind of like extra strong mint gum. And mm-hmm. it's like a guy takes some and it's like, oh, wow, that's cold. And his nipples extend like uh-huh. three inches out <laughs> yep. from his chest. And he's just <laughs> well, like we walking around town. And there's one scene where he's like DJing, like using his oh, extended like tentacle-like nipples to to- <laughs> To scratch the DJ decks. And then, like, the very f- last scene in the ad is, like, he's in an elevator and, like, a, a good-looking woman walks in with him and he's like, oh, gum? Like, elevator doors close, end of ad. Yeah. Wow. Australian TV ads in the early 2000s. Just yeah. fucked. I mean, Brandy went I down a hole with possi- that Possibly before. now as well. I don't watch TV anymore. Yeah, that's not something that would ever make it into an American television commercial. I wouldn't have thought we, so. We are Puritans up in here. Yeah. That would never, never fly. However, uh, I have to, you know, I have to explain that I'm an improviser. So if someone presents me with a scenario, I I take that and yep. I build on it. So yes, you and. think that I was talking about, yeah, exactly. Having an erection, yes. My nipples were <laughs> having an erection. <laughs> so you brought that on yourself, man. Yeah, I think like like, like a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Oh boy. Well, shall we probably think about yeah. getting started? <laughs> Start this episode. So, listeners, if you yep. if you actually made it past this point of the episode, six minutes in or whatever, <laughs> yeah, pause it. Get yourself ready on Netflix or CBS All Access or. DVD or VHS if you're, you know, from 1922. And school. (laughs) I don't know when videos came out. (laughs) But, yeah, pause it, get yourself ready. And then Brandy, being the Brandy that she is, because she has to do it for our uh, recording starts, she'll do the three, two, one. And let me just point out that's because I'm useless at it. And then we'll hit, then I'll hit play, and then we will watch it. All right. So is everyone ready? Okay. And here we go. In three, two, one. Hit it. There we go. Nice opening shot of the station. Oh, with one of the weird kit bash ships in the background. I'm pretty sure that was the one where they like smashed the front of Voyager onto the back of the the like Marquis Raider ship. I don't, oh god, I really want to reverse back and watch it. I'll have to do that at the end. I feel like Tongo is just Monopoly and Roulette, like combined. <laughs> Playing a very deep game. So does he. <laughs> oh, I love his trust. Oh, how, how disastrous. <laughs> oh, so, so they're playing Tongo, not Darbo. Yeah, that's yeah. Tongo. 
I'm I'm very proud of War for not pretending that he knew how Tongo was play. I'm I'm very proud of him. Mm. Yeah. Well done. I mean, all I know how to do is shout a choir, and that's <laughs> it. It's like playing the Dune game. Don't even get me started on that. It takes like three hours. Really? <laughs> yes, really. There's a Battlestar Galactica game that I want to play, but I also feel like that'll take forever. Oh, I mean, I love the Battlestar Galactica board game, where it's like every round you're like working together and racing towards getting the engine fixed. Mm. It's very stressful. Not my favorite way to play something, but. <laughs> I love having the subtitles on because you get things like exclaims in native language. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just listening to the actual Ooh. audio. So I'm like, all these people talking oh, about a I, full consortium. I have the auto audio, uh, the auto, I have the audio on as well, but oh, yeah. not super loud. Otherwise yeah, I get same. distracted and then I stop listening to you guys. Ah. Uh. I've just put them on now as well, because I want to see the silly things that it says. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Also, it always just makes me so sad in season six episodes, knowing that it's like, oh my god, only nine episodes mm, until she goes. And we finally made it up to season six, because I was like smashing through Deep Space Nine with Jordan, because I couldn't hold in that she dies much longer. So now we're like yeah. on a break between six and seven. All oh, right. Wow. Do you think she's jealous of his hair? I would be. I mean, look at that hair. I'd want to sit there and straighten it for it's him. It's glorious. Oh, no, I love the waves. It's sexy. Mm-hmm. Plus, you straighten it and it damages it. It doesn't yeah. feel feel good. you got to do natural, you guys, natural. I used to have a really long fringe, and I used to straighten my fringe. Because <laughs> it would be like... I mean, I still... I still- straight line every now and then yeah. I mean you want to talk about damaged hair I've been bleaching this for about 10 years <laughs> this is why I went completely natural because I got sick of the damage being done to my hair whoa I'm <laughs> <No>. sorry <laughs> every every now and then there's that thing like yeah the spots go all the way down yeah. oh yeah okay right oh I- <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. And I love their wedding I just, outfits. I know, right? That dress was fierce, man. It was good. It was good. Also, that bed looks very comfortable. I know, right? And that sort of bearskin rug blanket. It looks so small. Oh, maybe. It's I don't know. Cozy. I just a great big fur blanket. Looks great. Yeah, the fur blanket is really appealing. Mm. I must have really soft blankets. <laughs> He's just like, nope. Not not going to work today. <laughs> I'm coming. Oh, wow. Yeah. All the way down. Yep. All the way down. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Time for the plot of the story. Ooh. Double agent. I couldn't. I couldn't live like that. That would just. I'd be terrified all the time. What as an operative? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Always like looking over your shoulder. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard a story Always. about a 
a guy who's a Spanish guy, Juan Pujol Garcia, who was Spanish and ended up sort of on his own accord spying or like feeding false information to the Nazis during the Second World War mm. and like spying for the British, even though they didn't ask him to. Mm. Eventually, like the British realized he was doing a good job, brought him on board. And he was so good at being a double agent that the Nazis absolutely bought in, thought he was on their side, sent him their strongest code book, and it helped them, like, decode the Nazi codes. Um, so, And at the end of the war, he was awarded with both the George Cross by the, the English and the Iron Cross by the Germans, which wow. he obviously hated because he hated them, but he had to accept it because... If he'd refused, he feared, like, reprisals because they thought that, oh, there maybe were still, like, secret agents around after the war. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. That takes a lot of chutzpah, Mm. as they say. He apparently lived to a a ripe old age running a bookshop in Venezuela. Oh, good for him. Good for him. You know? I really want to go to Venezuela. I mean, I feel like I would be killed. No offense to Venezuela. I mean, I would, but... I would like to if it weren't. I mean, it's in a very uh, intense state at the moment. But I mean, yeah. definitely like a beautiful part of the world. Yeah, most, like, I've most been to... places are messed up right now. Yeah, true. <laughs> that's where Angel Falls is, right? Because I think that's where I want to go. Uh, oh, yes, I think so. Because I think that's where I wanted to go to Venezuela. Yeah. Angel Falls. There are so many I was going to say, this is normally the time we edit out somebody looking up something to see if it's the place <laughs> where we thought it was. We can't we do that at this we time have to keep because time. we're doing commentary. I mean, we can do what we want over the over the intro. Yeah. I do. I I do love this. I do like this intro. Like once they actually had all the other little ships and everything floating around. So it's like, oh, yeah, this this hu- this station is a hub of commerce. Okay. Also, just quickly before the credits end, I Googled it and it's called Conchigli, which is not how you pronounce it, but that's the Bajoran nose pasta. Okay. <laughs> Conch- okay. You'll have to type it in, in, in into the chat so that I can know how it's spelled. <laughs> I got nothing. Oh, I loved this bit. <laughs> the honeymoon bit. Oh, honeymoon. <laughs> oh, my God. Your grace. <laughs> As you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, why would you want that? I was sick for my honeymoon. Oh, um, no. I was sick for my wedding. <laughs> Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I was, uh, I, I was, you know, honestly, we did all right. It was mm. a weird time in Southern California because the Santa Ana Mountains were on fire, as they do a lot. Uh, and we were at Disneyland, and this huge cloud just <laughs> came over the park and dumped ash on us. Oh, Ooh. so that was fun. God, <laughs> this is Casperia Prime. This is exactly how mm. I organize holidays with Jordan. I'm like going through stuff, and we pretend. To like, <laughs> like organize things, and I'm like, in the end of that, I'm like, I want to go here, and I planned it all. And Jordan's like, all right, we'll just go there then. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I did all of Japan. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, I I tend to do most of our holiday planning as well. 
I, I, I enjoy planning stuff like that. And I was just like, no, nope, that's, I, I, I trust you to find the good things to do. <laughs> oh, she's suspicious because he's accommodating lately. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh poor boy <laughs> where are you though oh snap he, <laughs> she just called the enterprise dull <laughs> I mean, in comparison you could almost say so <laughs> uh oh here we go Oh, they're so good together. They really are. This just makes me sad, you guys. It really does. It's so hard knowing what comes. <sighs> Sorry, but who doesn't have a side of the bed? I have a side of the bed. I, um, I have a side of the bed. Yeah. Definitely. What side of the bed That's are you normal, I'm always on the left. <laughs> As you're lying well, in it. it depends on. Okay, if you're lying in it, you're always on the left. That's the same with me. I'm always on the left. Yeah. I I can't sleep on my back, so mm. I'm a side sleeper. Mm, same. I, if yeah. I roll onto my back, I start snoring and I wake myself up thinking there's a bear in the room. Mm. <laughs> this is it's the not most, a joke. This is the most ridiculous <laughs> B plot. This one, I think. Wait, well, I completely <laughs> forgot about this. Oh, uh, what? Uh, but oh my god! Come on, man, Bashir. <laughs> <laughs> I bet we concocted a much better adventure. Than I think so. Oh, <laughs> Cuddlesworth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody in tuxedos. Yes, I would have loved to have seen that. Ooh, Istanbul. Oh, no, remote island in the South Pacific. Where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in the South Pacific. Probably in Tonga. <laughs> the South Pacific. I don't, in Tonga I, don't Tonga. How, I don't know how close that is to the south part of the Pacific. I am terrible at geography. Tong Tonga is days. in the South Pacific. Okay, good. Then. Yeah, it's uh it's uh oh. Isn't it just further out than Samoa? I think, isn't it? I yeah, it's I think sort of between Samoa and New Zealand ish. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> He's the funny one. <laughs> this oh. Cardassian really does have like a spy voice, doesn't he? He really, really does. Yeah, and it and it proves like that low conspiratorial voice. I know, just in case, because anyone could be listening in on our conversation right now. Yes, and I'm going to put my head down closer as if it makes any difference. <laughs> like, why would it matter how he's got his head tilted in this <laughs> communication?
Okay. Here's the opportunity. Dun, dun, dun. Bam. <laughs> Bitch. Wow, the shade. <laughs> don't, don't think too hard, Klingon. You're not good at it. <laughs> yeah, but I've got to get into bloody Dominion space first. Yeah. Oh, great. This, this feels like a trap. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It just is very, very, very suspicious. Just super suspicious. Because I would just be like, uh, no. No. Too dangerous. He doesn't have a suspicious voice. He has a spy voice. <laughs> He also has a Thunderbird's voice. <laughs> oh my god, he does! He really, really does. <laughs> Let's send International Rescue to get him, you guys. <laughs> can I fly Thunderbird too? <laughs> of course you can, because you love the sound it makes. <laughs> and then put the but mole. which part are you going to oh, take? the mole. Oh, the mole. I, was, I take love the mole. <laughs> Or when I was a kid, dig a dig a mole. That's what I called it. Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched any more of that, Brandy? Oh yes. I'm I'm working my way through it and enjoying it very much. It's really weird have you, because have you seen the one with the giant alligators yet? <laughs> no, not yet. What about the car race? But it's <laughs> uh not the car race either. The last one I saw was the uh the fake movie that they were filming in order for them oh. to get film of uh, the Thunderbird oh, one yeah. and two. That's the last one that I saw. <laughs> but the thing, the thing is on Amazon prime, all of the descriptions are off by like five episodes. <laughs> oh, no. So the description they give for the episode <laughs> is not the episode that I'm watching. <laughs> so weird. That's weird. So I'm like, wait a minute, this is not what happened. <laughs> oh my God, these two. I really don't care for this B plot, though. Hey, yeah. Like it's good Challenge. to see oh Miles God. and Ugh. Julian talking to each other. Yeah, but I don't like people like this. The idea. It's like I need to keep challenging myself. It's like, dude, mm. just chill, read a book. That's what your hands for, Miles. <laughs> 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 yeah, your hand's not for just holding cards, Miles. <laughs> oh my god. We can do it. Oh wait, no, they're not talking about doing it. Sorry. I mean I'd watch that. I would too. But I'd rather it were Bashir and Garrick, so Oh yeah, me too. That's who I ship. <laughs> Ah, oh, the look on Quark's face. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, male machismo. Miles and Julian are, are fun in that kind of like, yeah, this is this is two, two blokes, two best mates being idiots together. And that can be funny sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Is the Shannon Dower a river as well? Yes. Yes. 
Okay. Uh, I could sing you the song, but I'm I'd, not going it's, to. It's in West Virginia, isn't yeah. it? Because I know that from the song. Oh, Shenandoah, I long to see you far away, you rolling river. Sorry. <clears throat> I mean, that's the perfect song to go with flying through asteroids. This is a fucking good <laughs> actual CGI shots for yeah. 1990, what are we, seven probably? Eight. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Still, like... <laughs> that moon never came back the other side. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oopsie. <laughs> Digital effects fail. Oh, <laughs> I take back my comment. <laughs> <laughs> and the asteroids still look cool. They do. They're yeah. very good. I Excuse me, it's sensors. <laughs> <laughs> But apparently only if you're Vulcan or that one admiral from Lower Decks. <laughs> Sensors. Sensors. Penetrate? Sensor grid. He said penetrate. Sensor grid. <laughs> yep. Oh, man, I'm on Lower Decks. Yes, yes. It's about time I rewatched that. Nick, yeah. it's, it's only... I think it's only three days now. No, four. No, bad maths. Five. Five days till it comes out as of data recording of this episode on Amazon Prime here. Oh, on Amazon Prime here, yeah. Nice. So, yeah, if you, our Australian listeners can finally watch it legally. <gasps> it's Janeway! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one of the babies. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> me, me and Suzanne <laughs> named them in the Christmas Eve episode that we did. <laughs> Oh my god! Yes, you did. I I remember that. Have you guys seen like a little? This massive started on like Star Trek shit posting or something, which you know. Shout out to STSP, the uh, the wonderful morally bankrupt people there. I do love that. Up there was swear trick. Yeah. There was a um. There was a picture that someone shared on there like you know four pictures of just Janeway and, and Tom Paris talking to each other. I know other. what you're talking about. I know what you're talking One about. Where where she's like uh was like they left the baby they, they left the kids Tom and he's like I thought we weren't gonna talk about it. She's like I miss their flippers. <laughs> I do and, and he says I do too. I do too. What does he call her? Catfish. He calls her Catfish, that's catfish. it. I couldn't think of it. He calls her catfish. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Carlin sent that to me and I laughed out loud. <laughs> just, just Hello, catfish. Patrick. <laughs> Hi, Patrick. <laughs> oh my god. Strip Tongo, strip Tongo. <laughs> A high steak game? I could go for a steak. Oh, wait, he said steaks. Uh-huh. Oh, good. Multiple steaks. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, sounds good. Mm, I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm actually not. <laughs> I don't know why, but just the, the framing of that shot with all of them, like, at the table, looking at, you know, looking almost directly at the camera, it made me think of, like, the painting of the dogs playing poker. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
I find interesting about this, and like it, almost any time they have a, a game made up to be in like a sci-fi or a fantasy thing, uh, like I wonder if they ever actually work rules-wise. Like, are there rules? Presumably, someone has written rules for actually playing Tongo in real life. But it's like you got because um, Moya and I have played through The Witcher Three, um, where you've got the the card game Gwent. Which yep. we basically avoided at every opportunity. Same. It was, yeah, because I'm, I'm, I, I looked a little bit. I was like, "This is this is magic. This is Magic the Gathering," and I I also avoid Magic the Gathering because I, I don't have the time to devote basically full time hours to learning how to play a card game. Exactly. I have friends who play it, and I and I love hearing about it, and like the the sort of it sounds like great fun. I just don't have the time to learn it. I like playing very simple card games like Flux or... Um, Flux is fun. Or my favourite one at the moment is Taco Cat Goat Cheese Pizza, which is basically a game of Snap, which is, like, violent. Oh. <laughs> cool. I recently played... Um, well, I've got a... It's kind of a board game slash card game called Red Dragon Inn. Okay. Which is really fun. Because you basically play like a D&D adventuring party trying to drink each other under the table at the tavern after the adventure is done. So you have your like alcohol tokens and your fortitude tokens. And like if they meet, then you're out because you've passed out under the table. Mm. Last time I was uh, at my best mate's place, we played it and he and I poured out real drinks and drank those whenever our character had to drink. So that was fun. Mm. You got to give it to Quark here. He kind of knew that that's the only way to get to Julian is to make him sulk over Jadzia. <sighs> the thing is, is that she <sighs> never, ever gave him false hope. No, exactly. She yeah. really didn't. Yeah. And so that's on him. <laughs> exactly. Move on, my dude. <laughs> But as far as um, games in movies and television, most of them don't work out rules because in the original Battlestar Galactica, Pyramid was a card game. And uh, the rules made absolutely zero sense. It seemed like it was supposed to be something like poker, but it wasn't and mm. nothing me meant anything. Just like, oh, full pyramid. What does that mean? Is that like full house? I, mean, I yeah. just don't know. It's like, it's like um, a couple of scenes in Firefly where they were playing, I think they call it Tall Card, which seemed like it was basically, also basically poker, but mm. instead of the suits, there were different fruits. So you've got them sitting there like, oh, plums are tall. It's like Kalto in Voyager is kind of like um, oh. backwards kaplunk. Backwards kaplunk. Yeah. You know what Kaplunk is? Like the game where you pull out the things, you've got to try and make sure the marbles don't fall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right. And then um, Cardiscar is just Connect 4. Right. I think I was getting Kalto and Cardiscar confused. What is your last chance for true happiness? <laughs> He's still pretty young. Thinking that's his last chance for true happiness is pretty short-sighted. <laughs> yeah. Much. Yeah. 
I would have liked this much, much better if Julian had gone along with it as a bluff and it actually won the game. Mm. But, oh, that would have been fun. I think that would have been better. That would have been well. a lot more interesting. But, you know, whatever. I'm not a writer. <laughs> actually, I think they say it human, but. Human. Human. Oof. Oh, look, a fake forest. Listening out for the kookaburra noise. <laughs> you have kookaburras, we have magpies. Oh, we got those oh, too. We have magpies too. They're dangerous. Yeah. I don't know if they're dangerous in America. They are so, oh, they are so mean. They swoop that's why you, you don't let our cat go peck outside. your eyes out. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we don't let our cat out. Good mm. so there are magpies all over the place here. Oh wow! But then, then the crows come in, <laughs> and then the magpies yeah. are like, "Oh, we're not messing We've with you guys." Got a family of uh... oh, cool boa. Oh, I want a pet snake. We've got a family of chuffs that live in our backyard, which are basic. They pretty much look like crows, but they've got a little bit of white under their wings, and they've got a very mm. slightly hooked beak. Nice. And they kind of just walk everywhere. <laughs> and every now and then I see the this big crowd of about seven or eight of them just like strutting like up and down the street They're like they own the place. It's like, yeah. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> they're like the. There's the other baby. Cool. <laughs> they're like, you know, the local bird mafia or something. You know, the crows are like that here. They will just land in the middle of the street. You'll come driving in your car and they'll they'll be in the middle of the street and they won't move. They won't <laughs> move. You have to drive around them. Yeah. And they just look at you like, yeah, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. I was here first. <laughs> like you better move, human. Yeah. Yeah. yeah chops are good too. They chase away the rabbits. Yeah. Trills don't like heat? Is is that news? I guess. Was that, was, that, was that established before this episode? Must have been. I don't remember anything else. I don't before. know what it was. <laughs> More pain. More pain. It would be weird that... Uh, well, no, I guess it's not that weird that Trills don't like heat. Andorians don't like it either. But then they come from a freaking ice planet. Oh, you'd expect yeah. that one, yeah. Oh. What a what a what a, a nice, turn on! Like low twenties. Mm. Yeah, just wait for that hand to just start going lower and lower. <laughs> <laughs> which which one do I grab onto, Wolf? Which is the functioning one today? Um. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I'll just leave that there. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I'm feeling frisky. They're both functional. I like, um, I think it was Karen Hasha that said, that, is this the origin of where all of that talk came from? And I'm like, oh, yeah, mm. <laughs> it was. Yeah, it was indeed. And it's it's pretty much all my fault. <laughs> and I own that. I own that. It's fine. Filters across uh. everywhere. Oh, is so that sad. is that meant to be like 
Is that meant to be kind of symbolic of the way Julian was feeling as well? I reckon it must be. (laughs) (laughs) Wee! I was just like, let's just take my camping gear. Mm-hmm. Let's just chuck this over here. This makes a whole lot of noise getting into position so that <laughs> whatever is coming will know that we're here. Well, what's coming round the corner? Is it a Cardassian? Shake, shake, shake. Is it the third lizard baby? <gasps> no, it's the Jem'Hadar. Oh. It's the... It's Damn. another lizard baby. <laughs> Different kind of lizard baby. This is what Tom would have further evolved into or devolved into mm. after Threshold, a Jem'Hadar. <laughs> <laughs> ah, we figured it out. That's how they created the Jem'Hadar. Yeah, well, if you if you think about it, if the evolution continues, you never know what humans mm. may end up like. Pew, pew. You know, oh, just depends stab. on if there's ever an end to evolution. Mm. Oh, no. Well, shit. It's okay. She's not going to die yet. It's not the end of season six. It's okay. Oh, oh, sorry. Spoilers, everybody. Mm. If you didn't know that J- Jadzia dies at the end of season six, well, now you do. I mean, mm. I think I mentioned it I mean, 15 if, minutes ago. Too. <laughs> if, if at this point you 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 are, you know, watching uh, DS9 and you're into Star Trek and you've managed to avoid that spoiler until now, good on you. Mm. She's not hemorrhaging that bad yet Hemorrhaging is bad No matter what level of hemorrhaging it is It's bad You want to bet someone You want to bet whoever wrote this episode Doesn't actually have that great medical knowledge (laughs) No They didn't even look up what hemorrhaging meant I've just lost one arm And she can just stand up yeah, yeah. She, that's Sorry, it. She's I, the Black Knight. Yeah, I I rewatched um, Mad Max Fury Road recently, which is such a great movie. Probably my favorite movie. So of, great of all time. And one thing that you can really tell in that is like all the the injuries and everything work and make sense because turns out, um, oh god, is it George Miller who made it? Yeah. Uh, former ER yes. doctor. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Yeah, I remember seeing that movie in the theater, and I was so tense for like that whole opening sequence until oh. after the dust storm, and yeah. Max wakes up in the sand, and then I, you know, like after that, I was just like, okay, I can, I can take a breath for a minute. Now I love that movie; it's fantastic. Was that looked like a bit of strawberry? It really did. No, <laughs> wait, wait, what? I was too busy trying to work out the math of how fast they have to walk. That's sarcasm, Worf, not joking. There's a difference. (laughs) You're not doing a good job, Jadzia, of lightening the mood. (laughs) I am not funny. I am not a merry man. (laughs) That was established in TNG, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I love Worf, and sometimes I just can't stand him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally he's, get he's, that. He's inconsistently written, to say the least. Which is a shame. Yeah. 
Oh, it's why this mat sound. But I like Wolf too. Yeah. And I, I like that. I can't remember how much the fallout from this episode affects him later on in the series. But, you know, the, the writers who, who especially, you know, the people who wrote the various, uh, like, TNG relaunch novels uh, and, like, other things later on than that um, really, like, come back to this and reference it because obviously you have the, those novels that pick up after Star Trek Nemesis where uh, Picard's still in command of the Enterprise, but Riker is left and Data's gone. So it's like, okay, who's the next in line to be his first officer? And he's like, I want Worf. And like all the like admirals and everyone else are like, mm, no, like, you know, there was that time he endangered the mission and disobeyed orders for, you know, because of his, you know, personal connection to, you know, his wife, he, you know, he was emotionally compromised. Are you sure that's who you want as your first officer? And I feel like that was even a plot point in um, uh, Last Best Hope, the Una McCormick, mm. like, oh, wow. prequel novel to Star Trek Picard. Because in that, of course, like, Picard's promoted to Admiral and needs someone else to take command of the Enterprise. And he's like, it should be Worf. And, like, he just doesn't back down on that. Oh, wow. Even though everyone else... Is just like that's a bad idea, and they keep referencing back to this. So weird, weirdly pivotal episode. Yeah. Well, the 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 way that I look at it is, Picard knows Worf, yeah, served exactly. with him for many years, and the admirals and whatever they're on the outside. They only have part of the context for the story. Whereas yeah. Picard was there and he has the full context. So yeah. he was right to fight for that. Of course. Mm. Yes, like they know the, the, the record. They, they just know the official story. Yeah. They don't actually know war. Exactly. This is not a laughing matter. I actually probably admit, I feel like this is Jadzia's or Terry Farrell's one of her best acted episodes, I think. I think I so too. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely agree. I mean, I think for both of them, they have really good chemistry together in this, at least in this episode. But I think overall, like you, I buy Worf and Jadzia as yeah. two people who are in love. Yep. And like really care for each other and, and are in a lot of ways very different and have a lot of, you know, issues that they need to work through together, but love and care for each other in that way that they know it's worth it. Yeah. Also, she properly looks like she's dying and losing blood. Like hemorrhaging. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, that, is, that is good, like, lost a lot of blood makeup yeah it is that sort of pasty pale yeah face which is Pallid. actually kind of what i look like all the time <laughs> <laughs> imagine if like the trill spots changed color depending on what illness they've got oh wow hmm. or, that'd like, be interesting 
um, changed based on your mood. <laughs> like those rings <laughs> that we all used spots. to wear in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're now mood spots. So you can mood always spots. tell what a trill is feeling. It's like Jadzia. They're purple. What does that mean? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That sounds like a really long time, 45 hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's almost two days. It's interesting that, like, you know, yeah, like, this is nearly the end of the sixth season, and, like, we're about to actually lose Jadzia. Mm. Like, imagine if they... If they had a bit better knowledge of it beforehand, you know, of of Terry Farrell wanting to leave and they could have, like, written and worked around it better and actually had her die in this episode. Mm. Either way, I would have been very upset. (laughs) Oh, definitely. It might have felt sort of more poignant this way. I would agree with that. Yeah. But then... You know, I don't know if they could have done the whole Esri thing as easily if that had been the case because yes, yes, there's the course. whole emergency transplant of the symbiont because of yeah, the- what happened on the ship Esri was on and etc. I can't remember mm-hmm. how Esri got her symbiont. I'm assuming that's because the symbiont was being taken back to Trill or something. Yes, I believe it was being taken back to Trill. Dax was being taken back to Trill, and Esri was on the ship. Something happened, and the symbiont wasn't going to survive without a host, and she was the only Trill on board, oh. if I remember correctly. So sort of like how so, Tal in, in Discovery, in a way. Yes, in a way. Yeah. Heartbeat. Heart. Dun, dun. Heart. Dun, dun. Shop. I do love the design of Klingon weapons. They're so impractical. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, they really are. Who has really long fingers? That kind of facial expression there looked like more like, oh, I found some like meat and I'm taking that back to my <laughs> camp to cook. <laughs> like I didn't see that as a loving uh, thing then. I think that was more of a I'm on high alert sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Here comes Mr. Cisco. His eminence. She won't in nine episodes. Mm. <laughs> Needs of the many, Mr. Wharf. Needs of the many. Oh, it's it's the trolley problem as a Star Trek episode. I mean, that's that's reductive of me. Yeah, it's not that simple. Mm. He just understood it now. Oh.
You have to go, Mac Wolf. You have to go back. <laughs> oh. mm. And you know what that's like, Cisco. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, <laughs> uh-huh. convenient. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really? I mean, I don't think that should ever have been happening in the first place, mind you. Yeah, that's... Agree. Yeah. Now he's going to be nice. The Thane of Fife had a wife. Yeah. We know that, yeah. That's sort of like, thank you from a friend. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's that, it's that, you know, that tough, like, that duality is like, you know, as your commanding officer, I have to reprimand you for this. But like, mm. as as a fellow person in, you know. A similar situation. Were I in that situation, I would have done the same thing. Mm. Hey, yeah, I have to be honest, I would have done the same thing too. God, yeah. <laughs> I would probably have just not even bothered walking off. I'd have just been like, nah, let's go back. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, nah, this jungle sucks, let's go. But then again, I know 100% me and Jordan have worked in the same bank branch for three weeks and we wanted to kill each other, so we would not make good Starfleet officers. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dave and I actually worked at the same store for Christmas. We had no problems. Yeah. yeah. Jordan doesn't like taking instructions from people. Mm. And it's okay if they're like your manager, but when your manager is your partner, it's sort of like, well, not not really going to happen very well. Because the instinct for mm. him is to be like, don't tell me what to do that way. <laughs> no, but that's literally your job. <laughs> What's the matter? I'll do it again. Yeah. yeah. Very cute. Oh no. Oh snap, she'd have to think about it. <gasps> oh. Oh wow. like that episode is that the end because my netflix crashed yep oh, shit, that is really? definitely the end yeah <laughs> my netflix crashed everything crashed my zoom crashed oh no oh, wow. really my yeah, recording like, i stopped. could still see and hear you that's weird yeah my recording stopped as well well that's oh, what no. we have the backup for oh yeah. yes 
So that's, yeah, I'm going to have to help. What I was saying about easy edit has just turned into a harder edit as I splice it all together. Uh, We had to go and say that, didn't we? Mm -hmm. It's our own damn fault. But yes, that was Change of Heart. What did you think, Brandy? Well, I remember the first couple of times that I saw this episode and I identified heavily with, you know, a married couple being sent on a mission that someone gets mortally wounded. And so I would have done the same thing as Worf. I already said that. And I understand, I understand that the information that this guy had could have saved millions of lives, or maybe it couldn't have. Mm. Maybe it wouldn't have been the information they needed. There's no way to know that now. There's no way to know that. But mm, yeah. it was it was interesting. I enjoyed the Jadzia and Dax. Uh, Jadzia and Dax. <laughs> <laughs> the Jadzia and Worf story. The B plot could not care less. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just I'm so I got so tired of Julian being heartsick over Jadzia. I just got so tired of it. It's like, mm. please stop it. it. There's been six years of this. Knock it off. Grow up. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> so and no, don't just move on to like her next host. Yeah. Even Ew. though mm, he does. Yeah. That what never worked for me. I liked it. I I like this episode as well. I I definitely think it's one of the best episodes showing the relationship between Dax and Worf. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like I can totally understand that. And I you know, and because of that, like I think it's a bad idea that they were sent on that mission together in the first place. And like you would imagine that, especially in wartime, like Starfleet wouldn't do that. Like it wouldn't want to send people on a mission where there could be that potential conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Like it's a it's a huge plot point in like the first couple of Star Trek Titan novels because you've got the captain and the captain's wife like on the same ship, like then like Deanna's on the command staff with Riker and everyone's like this is probably going to cause problems down the line. And then it does. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, like, the Orville plays on that so much. It's yep. like a purposeful yeah. joke. I haven't watched it. I maybe will at some point. I don't like Seth MacFarlane, but it does look like an, an okay show. It's actually Seth MacFarlane at what I would consider his best. Okay. Because it's, it's Seth MacFarlane aping Star Trek. And yeah. Uh, I actually really enjoyed the show when it went to Hulu. I haven't seen the most current season because seasons one and two were on network television. Mm. And then Hulu, I hate Hulu with a passion. I, As far as me for that episode, I said a bit like it was eh at the beginning. And I had that feeling for the first two times I watched it. This is the third time I've watched this episode my main beef with it for the first two times is I felt like some of the jungle scenes went on for too long. And I don't know whether that's because I was partly talking to you guys and partly watching the episode where I'm not noticing it as much. Uh, but I still, as an episode, it, as I said earlier, it is Jadzia or Terry Farrell's best acting episode. And it does mm. highlight a really good, I guess, story in relation to husband and wife or partners, etc., serving with each other. 
Yeah. Which, which you know what, I mean, it would be happening in real life as well, and that's the issues and the complexities that they would face. Very true. I enjoyed it. So, yes, any other things you wish to say? I know. I mean, yeah, I, I agree that the, the B-plot is completely just filling right. time. <laughs> yeah. And you it could, doesn't, you know, yeah. cut that out and it'd be fine. There's no character development there at all. And so it's just kind of like wasted time. I, I normally like little bits with like O'Brien and Julian just kind of effing around. Yeah, but that it served no purpose. It was just like, I want to hustle Quark at this game and you're my super intelligent, genetically engineered friend. Want to help? It served one purpose alone, and that was for the contractual obligation for those characters to be in the episode. <laughs> Possibly, you yeah. Know, but they, you know what they could have done? They could have done, they could have gone to the holodeck and do another Arman Bashir, except for we only get, you know, just little slices of it, so we have no context every time it cuts back. Oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> that would be so cool. <laughs> that would have been so much more interesting. They're in a new, like... Even more outlandish situation. Exactly. And you, you're kind of, and it's just for the audience to go, wait a minute, how did they get from there to there? What <laughs> yeah. happened? Why are you naked on a metal table? You know, it's just like, I just feel like that would have been. Why are you hanging from your ankles over a tank full of sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their heads? Yeah, exactly. Why is Garrick turning around on a sexy bed in a cave? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Uh, yes. Why is Morm talking like an English person? Yeah, I just feel like it, that would have been a better and more interesting use of that time. Agreed. And those characters, definitely, yeah. So, thank you for listening to this episode of the Vedic Assembly. Before we close, Nick and Liam record on the traditional lands of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation and the Ghana people of the Adelaide Plains, respectively. We pay our respects to elders past, present, and emerging and we acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. You can keep up to date with our episode releases on Twitter at Vedic Assembly, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Vedic Assembly. Please also join us in our listeners community, community called The Nexus. Just search for The Nexus on Facebook and you should find it. Join the discussion for... No, don't, don't need that bit anymore. No more news discovery. Join... <laughs> join in the discussion for all things Star Trek and any new episodes next time they're coming out. You can find Liam on Twitter at LS74656 and on this network hosting the Janeway, our Star Trek Voyager podcast. You can find me on Twitter at PunkZoologist and on Instagram at PunkRockZoologist. And you can find Brandy on this network hosting Boldly Go, our Strange New Worlds podcast, What the Future Holds, our Star Trek Discovery podcast, and on Twitter at BrandyWine12. Brandy is with an I and the 12 is a number. Vedic Assembly is part of the Holosuite Media Network. You have to say Vedic's disassemble. Liam. Liam, you have to say Vedic's, Vedic's disassemble. disassemble. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was... <laughs> oh, now I've got oh, that, that was... Shenandoah song stuck in my brain. <laughs> so um, obviously that's a... Because di- I was just thinking of the line from Country Road. Oh, yeah. Country roads take me, take home, me home to the place, to the place I, belong. I belong. West Virginia, Virginia. Mountain, Mountain Mama. Mama.
Now that's going to be stuck in my head oh, along with the song about the Shenandoah River, which I learned yep. in acapella when I was a senior in high school. Mash it up in your head. Yeah. Like a Shenandoah country roads mashup. The funny thing is, is that that song actually was also made into a medley of these old South songs. And there was that one, and then there was like two or three others that were in that medley. So it's weird. But yeah, that song's been in the medley before. Funny how that works. I've got to upload this damn thing or I'll forget. So yeah, <laughs> put it in the I mean, thing. Is it, you, did you stop the recording of it, Brandy? Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> to you by Hollow Sweet Media. Computer, list other available Hollow Sweet Media programs. Loading Hollow Sweet Preview Program 4, The Janeway, a Star Trek Voyager podcast. And I think we need to have a little bit of nudity in this episode too. <laughs> the I'm down for that. Wait, wait a minute. Specify the nudity and who? No, Neelix, of course. No, thank you. Good day, sir. <laughs> What if if Dr. Pell finds out a way to do it and then mm -hmm. however that happens, they get split up, all right? But okay. Chakotay still has the phage. Yes. But in Tuvok's info dump, what if Tuvok knows how to solve the phage? But they can they cure the phage. Secure the okay. phage. But the only way to do that is to go to the Resolution's planet. <gasps> They go to New Earth? They go to New Earth, and Chakotay is beamed down, but something goes wrong with the transporter, and Janeway mm -hmm. is beamed down on there as well. Loading Holosuite Preview Program 4, Random Trek Review, a Star Trek review podcast. Who knows? I mean, what's the worst that happens? They all have a terrible experience, and you, you learn that, okay, maybe there's nothing we can really do to to get these people to work better and you know you go from there or aliens shear off the side of the delta flyer and they all die a horrible death in space i mean that could happen too <laughs> yeah that's also possible but then i guess i mean you'd have a whole new problem but that would solve the problem of three underperforming crew members loading holosuite preview program for the expanse an enterprise podcast We've talked previously about gratuitous, yeah, you know, just showing off Jolien Blalock's bits and pieces, really, for no reason. That is one of them, isn't it? Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. You know, I'm a male, so that stuff is, at least at this time, was mostly targeted at me. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say that she has not got an incredible physique, because she, she does. Obviously, she does. But yeah. whenever I see those moments now, I just think, God, oh, so unnecessary. And I feel bad for Jolene. Do you know, like, did she get a choice? Did she mind? If she didn't mind, then I guess who cares? But that was really revealing, that shot through the sheet. It just seemed unnecessary. You didn't need that. Computer, deactivate Holosuite.